1: Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern,
2: 12 to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by
0: searching FSR. Ah, the NFL, the gift that keeps on giving, except if you're in Kansas City. Welcome in. We are Ooh. broadcasting live from the TireAct.com studios. TireAct.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over ten thousand recommended installers. TireAct.com, the way tire buying should be. Hit Carry Up on X, formerly known as Twitter, at Carry Twenty Five Roads. You can find me at Dan Buyer on Fox. They got it right in Kansas City, didn't they? Like, I, I, I'm not crazy. We're all not crazy here. Everything went right the way it should be in the Bills-Chiefs
3: game yesterday. I'm not crazy, am I, Gary Rhodes? It was kind of part of the course, yeah. I don't think there was anything exciting happening in that game at all. I think it was um – Pretty pretty rudimentary, actually. The call, that. the call that has us all talking, and I've seen shirts,
0: I've seen Ohio against the world, I've seen <laughs> Michigan against the world, yeah. I've seen, you know, Chapel Hill uh versus everybody. We've got these sweatshirts, uh, trendy t-shirts, put your locale and against the world against everybody. But it truly is today Kansas City versus the world when it comes to this conversation. Because I don't know anybody that has actually said, you know what, Andy Reid's got a good point. Patrick Mahomes has a good point. In talking about the offsides call on Kadarius Toney, on what would have been the go-ahead touchdown, wouldn't have meant they would have won the game, but would have been Mm -hmm. the go-ahead touchdown with a little over a minute left in that game against the Bills yesterday, a call that we've seen much more often this season, saw it a little bit more often last season, but a call, quite frankly, Kerry, that I think we all could be unified in saying, Was the right call. Curious Tony was offsides.
3: He was offsides. You know what this really depicts that's really going on with Kansas City? It's like you and a girlfriend, right? You let stuff slide. You let stuff slide. And it's going to be okay. I'll be fine. It's not that important. And then that one time when it's really important – For you and not for them. (laughs) And it makes you blow up. I think that's what we're seeing here with uh, Patrick Mahomes and Nandy Reid. I mean, you look at the last couple of weeks, especially the last week against Philly, where they had the the, the call that didn't go their way, when Mm -hmm. obviously it was a blatant pass interference that doesn't get called. There's carryover from there, right? So they're trying to be professionals, do it the right way, not say anything. You know, they let that slide last week. But when it happens again in the next game, it's it just, it just causes for a little bit of a blow up there. And that's what, that's what they're saying in Kansas City. Right. And the rest of the world is saying,
0: what about the 15-yard penalty that was called on Green Bay when Patrick Mahomes wasn't out of bounds? Absolutely. What about the penalty that was called in the Super Bowl <laughs> uh-huh. that allowed you to run down the clock and end up beating the Philadelphia Eagles and taking two minutes off? What about the hit out of bounds on Patrick Mahomes in the AFC Championship game? Could, we could go on and on on calls that have benefited the Kansas City Chiefs. Absolutely. And that's why no one feels sorry for them. Oh, no. <laughs> There's absolutely no one that feels sorry for them. In fact, they're piling on. Patrick Mahomes' comments after the game on the field uh, near Josh Allen that open mics picked up. Yeah. The NFL is reportedly looking into those comments. Here's the thing about it, because we're about to hear from Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes' stance didn't change after any cooling off period or after 15 minutes after the game ended. This is what Patrick Mahomes had to say after the Chiefs lost lost to the Bills last night in Kansas City.
4: I mean, not not only for, for me, but just for football in general. I mean, just to take away greatness like that. I mean, for a guy like Travis to make a play like that, and who knows if we win? As I know as fans, you want to see the guys on the field decide the game. And that's why last week I didn't say anything about the flag. They didn't get called on the Marquez. And so, I mean, I, I mean they're human, man. They made mistakes. But, I mean, I'm, I'm, it's every week we're talking about something. And all I can do is go out there and give everything I have. And I'm proud of the guys because that's what we did. And it was a great football game that ended. Another great football game that just ended like that. It's just tough, tough to swallow to happen on a flag change, the outcome of a game in that moment. I mean, I, I've played seven years, and never had that, never had offense offsides called. I mean, that's the, we that's elementary school. We we talk about. I mean, you point to the ref, do all that different type of stuff, and it doesn't get called. And if it does, do you they warn you? And there was no warning throughout the entire game. Um, and then you wait till there's a minute left in the game to make a call like that. It's just tough, man. It, it I mean, lost for words, man. It's just. It's tough because regardless if we win to lose, man, just just for the, the end of, with another game and we're talking about the refs, man, it's just not what we want for, any, for the NFL and for football.
0: So this is Patrick Mahomes piling on to yeah. this officiating conversation that's been prevalent throughout the NFL, mm-hmm. now piling on when it's convenient for them. That's, that's, that's basically what this is. But I'm right. so glad that you're sitting next to me today because you've been on an NFL field. You've lined up with a receiver who I'm sure has pointed – to the referee. Mm -hmm. Take us through that scenario because we're going to hear from Andy Reid because Andy Reid cleared something up earlier today that I think is a big part of what Kansas City is complaining about and they're no longer going to have a leg to stand on. But take us through that scenario. Is it different when you're closer to midfield as opposed to the sidelines? What are the stuff that you experienced in situations like this in
3: the game? No, it's just a standard play, right? But I think that's the part I think we're losing the big picture of here, right? there's something fundamentally wrong with the Chiefs in general. And I, I've talked about it before. I think there is a a, a little little bit of a, a lackadaisical approach to what they're doing, even with the play call. And it's a little late. Like, everything about them seems like a little too laxed. So if you're going through the season, you're going through, through a progression of doing the fundamentals right and doing it, doing it and, and really doing it with intent, you don't make those mistakes. So you can blame it on the ref. You can blame it on whatever you want to blame it on. But – You know, the process of coming up to the line of scrimmage, putting your foot in the right place, pointing to the ref, like it becomes academic at certain points, but when it becomes academic, that's when you start to lose. If you're not paying attention to the small details as an athlete, as a performer, anything anything in his life, if you're not paying attention to the small details, that's when trouble comes into play.
0: How often in your playing days, and again, this Mm -hmm. has been a bit of a point of emphasis in the National Football League, Do you remember an official saying you need to back it up just a little bit?
3: Oh, a few, a few times. It happens. Uh, But for the most part, if you point (laughs) and you get the head nod or you don't say they don't say anything back to you, you're good. So I don't know in the the operation of Tony coming to the line, did he ever point to the ref? I don't know. But if he did in the ref, gave him the thumbs up or didn't say anything, then that would be cause for concern.
0: Andy Reed gave us that answer there earlier you go. today.
2: Normally he looks over to the sideline and just gets an okay. There you go. And on that one, he just happened not to. So that would be the coaching point. Make sure you check with the guy on the, on the side just to see if you're aligned. I mean, he's not lining up sides on purpose and listen, he was two inches away from, from or an inch from being legal. And, um, like I said, you can argue both sides, of it. it's, a uh, um, for both teams. There, there are things that happen where people, you know, just it happens like that. So I guess the league's trying to clean that up uh, from what I heard um, uh, by one of the broadcasters last night. So I didn't, I, I don't, you know, whatever.
0: I, I like Andy Reid. I don't think Andy Reid's full of BS, but he's wrong in saying that both sides can be argued. I don't think that both sides can be argued. And, and here's why. And it goes back to what Patrick Mahomes said earlier, which is irrelevant in this case, the play that happened was irrelevant because the penalty was called immediately. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like the official watched Travis Kelsey catch the pass, then throw it across the field as a lateral to Kadarius Toney, watched him run into the end zone and then say, you know what? Penalty time. No, it was immediate. It could have been a two-yard gain. It could have been an incomplete pass. That's the point that is completely irrelevant and why I don't think that – the outcome of the play doesn't have any effect on this call and because of what ended up happening Kansas City feels like they were robbed of it sure. but in essence the penalty was the penalty and the penalty was the penalty as soon as the ball was snapped because his foot was on the line there's no way <laughs> that the referee could pick up the flag in that instance Kerry 100% yeah and 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 the and i think that's what the Kansas City Chiefs Wanted the officials to do to convene to say, you know what? There is no foul for offensive offsides, and you know what would have happened then? <laughs> oh, you, oh yeah, my God. yeah, you you know exactly what would happen then, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. right now it's Kansas City against the world. The world would have said, you know what? The NFL is rigged. Yeah, The NFL is in cahoots for the Kansas City Chiefs to make the playoffs and get home field advantage, and they don't want to knock out Patrick Mahomes. But that is essentially what the Kansas City Chiefs wanted the referees to do was to pick up the flag because they made one of the greatest plays in regular season, if not NFL history, yeah. because Kadarius Toney's foot was on the line of scrimmage. And, yeah, it doesn't matter if it was an inch or not. The pool reporter – Asked the officials after the game, he's saying, it was bad enough that I couldn't even see the football. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a black and white. I think that we're all united in all of this, and Kansas City just has their red and yellow glasses on and for some reason feels that they are the victim in all of
3: this. Yeah, I mean, somebody has to be the victim, right? I, mean, I don't think there's ever going to be a situation where somebody doesn't feel a little slighted about whatever whatever's happened in the past, right? So, you know, there's a place of... I think growth and maturity. Where down the line, you can be like, "Oh, okay, now that I have clarity about this situation, it was fair." But in the in, in the immediate aftermath of something like that, where such a competitive game, competitive sport, somebody's trying to win, somebody's trying, somebody's trying not to lose, you're going to have visceral reactions to that. But it's, you know, I think a little bit later they'll figure out that it's it, it was fine. They made the right call.
0: I've always felt that. Penalties shouldn't be reviewed except one penalty. Okay, one penalty. Mm-hmm. I feel face masks are pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. For some reason, we miss them. And I feel that they are just absolutely egregious when we see a head turn, whether a guy got a face mask or not. And I'm not saying allow a review of face masks. But when we talk about reviewing penalties, a lot of this is what does the ref think? What do you think? That's where the problems in the NFL are happening right now is a lot of it's subjective because one guy thinks one thing and another ref would think another sure. thing. Yeah, And you're dealing with different crews each week. Mm-hmm. This is plain as day. This isn't, uh, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, but this isn't uh, this crew would call it, that crew wouldn't call it sort of thing. This is pretty much plain that a guy's foot is on the line. And that's why I think that Patrick Mahomes now trying to jump in On the officiating questions that have come into the league this year, there seems to be a lot more about the inconsistencies and what we have, and I know that they're coming off the loss to Green Bay and now lose again. To your point, I think that's all building up, but when we talk about the problems of officiating and where we are, this is something that is just – it, it's not even subjective. You know what it is. Mm-hmm. He's offsides. The plainest day. That's it. End of story. It's not like pass interference or was there holding? Was there illegal contact after five yards? None of that. This is plain as day.
3: <laughs> yeah. That this. Yeah. This this definitely doesn't uh, fall in the same basket as the, the the bad officiating calls that we've seen. Very blatant. Sometimes you do think as players they don't call everything, and that's the thing. That I think I think that's where the great the gray area is when it is subjective, even though you said this is black and white, a lot of times some things don't get called. Holdings don't get called when there's, when there are blatant holdings and sometimes they do. And so that's where the subjectivity comes in at. This one, the fact that we have a freeze frame that shows him <laughs> right now as, as it's on live, show him off, off sides, it's hard to, hard to combat that though. The
0: flag was thrown as Patrick Mahomes was dropping back to pass. Yeah, he hadn't even set his back foot yet to yeah. throw. Yeah, so again, that's the the point of the penalty. Mm-hmm. And I also tried to compare it because I think that there are questions in officiating that we deal with in other sports. I'm sure baseball balls and strikes are are, yes. are, are questioned. Yeah, but in basketball, okay, is a foul on a shot with three seconds left the same as a foul as it is with? three seconds into the first quarter. Exactly. Same sort of thing. This is not that. This is does a guy step out of bounds or not? Did the guy step in the backcourt on a (laughs) backcourt violation? Was his foot on the line? Mm -hmm. That's what this is. This Mm -hmm. isn't a travel. This isn't a a shooting foul. This is none of that. Was his toe on the line? was Kevin Durant's toe on the line in the Eastern Conference semifinals in 2021 in Game 7. It was close. It, 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 but it was. <laughs> yeah, it was on the line. And <laughs> we saw it, and it's a two-point bucket, and the Bucs are NBA champions yeah. weeks later. That's what this is. Mm-hmm. Plain as day. And, that's, and maybe you're right that in due time the Kansas City Chiefs will realize what's going on, but I think you're right. There is a bigger issue. Kadarius Tony has had some awful primetime games. Yeah. There's the drops that he had early in the season, and now you've got this scenario. This seems to be something that's building up. I think it's completely taken away from the Buffalo Bills' victory. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kansas City has no one to blame but themselves.
3: And the irony in in, in it and it all is, he's the one that caught the pass to score the touchdown, which is just. So funny to me, sure. like he's the one offsides, and he's the one that ends up taking it in for in the end zone for a touchdown that does not count because of him. It's I, just ironic.
0: I had wondered if this was a planned play, and then we do research, and you know, Andy Reid's been, you know, telling Travis Kelsey stop with the lateral stuff. We saw it against the Broncos yeah. uh, in a game, and, and so there's this was not a planned play. And if you don't believe me, if you get an opportunity. Watch what Kadarius Tony was doing as Travis Kelsey was running with the ball because he had no idea the football was coming his way. <laughs> I thought he was checking something with his gloves. I thought he was checking something with his hand warmer. I think he looked away at one point and like maybe like moved his hand towards a referee because he maybe felt he was interfered with or something. But then all of a sudden he looks up and the football is coming his way. Yeah and then he ends up taking it to glory. I'm surprised he didn't drop that to be honest. Yeah,
3: me. it would have been That's me piling on. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> part of the course <laughs> that he drops the ball on the lateral but no, he's uh it was not a planned play. You can see it just from the way it was happening happening live. It was it was full on instincts by by Travis and you know, he happened to see him over there lollygagging a little bit behind the play. <laughs> Cuz he should have been up more trying to block, but sure. he's in the background kind of, you know, getting ready for the next play and catches the ball and scores which is so it's so funny that he actually scored and was the one offside so yeah it, it's it's a, it was very ironic for me
0: just like D Ford lining up offsides in the AFC Championship game that would have sent the Chiefs to the Super Bowl against the Patriots yeah. 5 years ago uh this on the other side of the ball but I think you're right there's a much bigger issue in Kansas City it is that's a game that they should have won buffalo jumped out to a to a quick start mm-hmm. then the chiefs got a turnover uh were able to turn it into points and then pretty much kept the Bills at bay yeah. ever since, but you didn't have Pacheco last night. You're still, you're you're hoping that that game-breaker would be Kadarius Toney. It l- looks like it's going to be Rasheed Rice right now who had a decent game, but yeah, there are problems in Kansas City, and it may not be as easy to get back to the Super Bowl.
3: Yeah, no, I picked Buffalo to win that game going in anyway, and uh, to see them jump out and actually you know, come in with, with, with a little bit of energy, because Buffalo has some stuff going on that we'll talk about later as well, but yeah, they they came in fought hard and that's a hard place to play anyway. I mean, I played in Arrowhead quite a bit and my first ever game was in Arrowhead and I just it, I know how impactful that place is and that building. So for them to go in and get that win, let's give Buffalo more credit here and and uh, you know, they got it done.
5: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. He's Kerry Rhodes, the NFL vet. I'm Dan Beyer. In for Doug Gottlieb today. Today's show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Love and hate coming up in about five minutes or so. But Kerry, you touched on the Buffalo Bills, and I think that's a good way uh, to transition this Chiefs story. Yeah, enormous, enormous victory yesterday for Buffalo. We are talking so much about the lateral, the offsides call. Buffalo now seven and six, huge road win out of the bye. Yeah, I think it could catapult them to greater things this season in what truly has been an awful start considering their expectations yeah they probably should have lost to the Giants you had Sean McDermott's comments uh from years back popping up this past week in the bye week Von Miller was arrested I mean this it looked like the season was going down the drain now you go and win in Kansas City like you did I think bigger and brighter things could be ahead for the Buffalo Bills
3: yeah we talked about this I I do too I think there's there is reason and hope and optimism now building again in that building. Uh, it's funny when teams are winning, you don't hear those stories, but when teams start to lose and they start to spiral, there's cracks. Yes, in the armor, there's chinks in the armor that starts to, uh, you know, starts to give to the to the bigger audience. You know, some more fodder for the fire, right? But I think they have a chance, but I'm not 100% sold on Buffalo yet, but they do have a chance.
0: I like Buffalo for a couple of reasons. Number one, of all the teams that are right now battling for wild cards, Mm -hmm. they are the most dangerous. And when you look at the roster of teams, you're talking about Pittsburgh, who's got to start Mitchell Trubisky again coming up this weekend. They're done. We're talking about the Houston Texans, who just lost C.J. Stroud to a Concussion after losing Nico Collins and Tank Dowling consecutive weeks because yeah. Nico left yesterday with a calf injury. Yeah. Yeah. You have the Colts, who are still without Jonathan Taylor, and I think that there are holes there. Yeah. I mean, the Browns at 8-5, and five, the Joe Flacco-led Browns, are solidly in the playoffs Damn, right now.
3: that's my team to look out for. I love Cleveland, and I'm not like – I mean, their defense is so good, Right. Flacco has come off the couch. He's given all of us ex-players who sit on the couch hope to think that we can do it again. To see a guy like that come in and really, I mean obviously he knows football, but yeah. come in and like pick matchups and know where he wants to go with the ball. I mean that team is still scary. So that's my one. If, <laughs>
0: and then you've got the Broncos and, and Bengals. And I think the Broncos we still have questions about despite their defense playing much better. Yep, And the Bengals and Jake Browning I like Browning too. You yeah. People like Jake Browning's play, but uh-huh. I still think when it push comes to shove, You're right, yeah. Um, I would rather have Buffalo in that situation. All right. Little love and hate coming up. I right. think Buffalo could go on a big run. I think it could be Tampa Bay Buccaneers ask of three, three years ago.
3: Call it. Put it out there then, Dan. Don't uh, just say casually. Put it out there. That's what you think. Let's hear I,
0: it. I think they at least I think they get to the AFC championship. Ooh, game. that's a big one. I do. Take I think this is a catapult. I Jason, write that down. This. Even jumping out to a 14 nothing lead and then stalling after that. I think this <laughs> lifts Buffalo to do bigger and better things. Okay. All right. Uh, yes. Speaking of better, let's head over to the news desk, Monty <laughs> Bolaños, and then love and hate after Monty. Monty's got the latest of what's happening on this Monday. What's going on, Monty?
6: I don't think Buffalo's got it, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're a mess. I, I know they won less, and I picked them to win, Yeah, uh, but I- Oh, I, all you
3: guys are yeah. <laughs> picking them to win. I, I picked did. them to I win. Did. I, I, really did. Did. I, really I did. did. I really did. I really, I really did. I really did, because they
6: had to win, because yeah. they're still in it. It. But they're a mess.
3: But you know what, Mon- Mon- More that pick for me was more about Kansas City not being right. So it's uh, not because I believed in Buffalo. It was, I don't think Kansas City's good yet. And, and you're so right, that was 100%.
6: Point. I yeah. just thought Buffalo was like, if we don't win this one, <laughs> we, everyone's fired. Josh Allen, um, everybody's fired. Just, you know, wrap up the team, wrap up the season.
0: On Sunday. They're in Dallas to face the Cowboys yes. in week 15. No,
6: that's not going to be pretty. Ooh, fun?
0: Oh, it will. It's going to be fun. It's <laughs> going <That'd> be fun <laughs> Fun, fun, cowboys. fun. <laughs> I mean. So the daddy takes the T-Bird away. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Carrie, this is what we do. It's exactly what I just said. We tell you what we loved, mm. we tell you what we hated about this past weekend, but we always start out with the good news. What did you love from this past weekend? Not only in the world of sports, but it could be outside of that. Let's start with our executive producer.
2: What did you love? God, I love oh, you. Oh jeez, I forgot we had what an intro did you for this. Hate? <laughs> Meet these player haters.
0: <laughs> Meet these players. You know what hairs. I love? We do have a music bed, don't we?
5: You know what I love? What did you love? Uh, I love when uh, when Dan Byer misses an on-air cue because uh, he never does it. <laughs> and I know he's going to beat himself up for the rest of the day for this. He's like, We're going to do great radio for the next 90 minutes, but he's going to think about that. He That's missed true. the intro. That's <laughs> true. He missed the intro. I know what my hate is already. You got it. <laughs> there it is. Um, don't I'm you th- like when it's teed up like that? Sorry, Jason. My love for the weekend um, as a Dodger fan, we got uh, Shohei Otani. Yep. Um, and you know he's the best player of a generation, so that there's a lot to love there. But I, I tried to put my finger on what I love most about it. And I think it comes down to this. It's not necessarily that we got him, and you could talk about all the money and where that could have gone. But I honestly think that I love it most because nobody else got him. That, yeah. I think I would have hated it <laughs> if somebody else got him more than I love that we got him. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, that's that's that. my explanation. Yes.
0: Got it. Yeah, yeah. Mike Harmon always says in our I Want Your Flex podcast that if you pick up a person and they're on your bench, they score 50 points, at least they weren't in someone else's starting lineup. That's It's a great way of looking <laughs> at it. Like You may not have gotten those points, but guess what? Somebody else didn't either. You know what that sounds like, though, Dan? What's that? That's a play I hate Yeah. <laughs> That, that, that's what that is. Did I tell you I got my Play of hate and degree? See, I yes. knew it. I knew it. Yes, there I did. It, is. it took I me four it. and a half years <laughs> to do so. I'll tell you what I loved. I love that the Vikings and Raiders almost played to a scoreless draw. <laughs> There's 60 minutes. Monty was yes. with us yesterday hanging out. Like, it was scoreless in the 57th minute. Like, how awesome was that? And there were things that were happening that made you think that maybe they were going to score earlier. Mm-hmm. And then there would be a penalty, and then there would be a sack, and then there would be a punt, and then. You were like, oh, well, they're pinned back, so they're going to give up field position. Maybe they'd get a few (laughs) yards, then boom a punt, then there'd be a clip. It was magnificent of scoreless football for 58 minutes, only only to be ruined by the Vikings' field goal. Just just for for bleeps and giggles, you just go to the scoring summary, and it's just awesome that there's just a field goal there. (laughs) (laughs) It's great. Greg Joseph, 36 yards buck 57 left in the game
3: that's what i love well you should have been a jet fan all year because that's part of course with our <laughs> offense as well so not you know. this
6: week not this week no, though baby no, no, not this
3: not. week baby that <laughs> came out that's right i guess like my turn right yeah. what did i love this weekend i loved this weekend that i just got to sit down and not do anything no oh. i've been traveling for a while and you know, doing some things. I had some really big events that I had to attend the the week prior and so I had to travel. Got to sit down on the couch and curl up and watch Good movies on Netflix, so it sounded nice. it was it was it was pretty pretty chill. I love that.
0: Right. Chivalry is dead on the Doug Gottlieb <laughs> show because we just went gentlemen first. We did gentlemen we, we first. Last. Uh, Monty, they, don't, they don't care
7: about us, Monty. Uh, Monty and Lorena. We love nothing. We love <laughs> nothing.
6: We're,
0: sa- we're saving the best for last. There <laughs> we, we go. We
6: definitely don't love you fellas today. right? <laughs> uh, I actually just loved everything that happened in the AFC because it is a train wreck. We don't know who's gonna win. I love that the Bills won. I love that the Browns lost. I love that the Steelers lost. I love the Bengals won. Like, nobody knows what's going to happen in the AFC from this point. That's so right. I love everything that happened yesterday in the AFC. It's great. Mm.
0: It stands for all and chaos. Yeah. That's what it stands I for.
6: love it. I love it. It became even more chaotic after yesterday.
0: Did. Uh, Lorena, I, I'm guessing the Cowboys win? Oh, was wait, that?
1: wait, 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 me. How dare you steal my thunder for one, okay? First off, my gambler pick from Friday was right because I picked the Cowboys to beat. What's their names? I don't know. Don't remember, anyways, <laughs> they beat them so well that I barely even had to watch the game. I could multitask because they were doing so well, and I just love that.
3: Mm. Oh. Mm. There you go. They're, they're called the the, the the birds,
1: the birds,
0: the birds yeah. yeah. <laughs> they
7: look like fried chicken right now, so
0: she picks the Cowboys every single week. We just don't know if it's Wyoming, Oklahoma State, or Dallas. Oh, that's,
7: oh.
0: The only, that's, it that's the yeah. only thing, it's just the Cowboys. I forgot, it, I gotta I be specific. On yeah, no, keep keep don't worry it, about it. Why it, start now? Keep it in ambiguous <laughs> yeah yeah uh all right all right ladies what did you hate from this past weekend uh monty you want to go first <laughs>
5: that
6: the lakers won the in-season tournament oh. <laughs> easy
5: getting their props easy. i know I easy know. yeah what did you hate about it what's the uh... that
6: it's the lakers i hate you know I, she's a clipper i, I can't i don't a clipper. I, I can't support the lakers winning I this gotcha. <laughs> yeah
5: what
6: are you talking about will
0: there be a banner race do they we know this no. answer they said they no they said yeah. no yeah
6: yeah, but they did pop champagne bottles and stuff.
3: And yeah, got hats.
6: Yeah, yeah, and shirts.
3: It, it I'm going to buy
6: all of you guys one after Christmas because it'll probably be $1.99. It looked so generic. It did. It, it did. did.
3: It was so manufactured. Yeah,
6: but yeah. you know, I can't support that.
3: <laughs> Monty hated the
0: Lakers winning. We were at a Christmas party. No one was paying any attention. I was.
6: <laughs> no, I was. Um, I was like, oh my God, Pacers, come on, get it together. <laughs> Mm-hmm. No. Get it together. So that's what I
1: actually hated this weekend. Dan Byer is Saturday. Rich Davis hosted his annual gingerbread house making party and everyone went, except for me, At yeah, I guess Carrie Rhodes and go, go either. But this not Carrie was on his
3: couch. I was on my couch. I wasn't getting up anyway. Yeah, so I was didn't in my matter. own gingerbread house.
7: I make such yeah. good gingerbread
6: houses though. <laughs> like mine would have won for sure. So I hate I didn't Listen, get to go. Shay and I did downtown LA. We did crypto and a skyscraper. I don't think you would have beat us.
1: I need to see pictures of
6: this. You know, it fell apart. Oh, so it didn't matter because it didn't last? Well, it it lasted. We have pictures and we got... (sighs) Longevity matters. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't because it was eaten. What do you mean, It literally?
0: should also it should also be noted there's a hierarchy to the Christmas party and it's by John Ramos's Instagram post and I think Monty made the most pictures so Monty actually wins then it's Jason I was not in any pictures
6: you also I was left without saying bye I did Didn't
0: say I, I did say goodbye so that
6: doesn't matter I, yeah no,
0: I I did but Monty was too busy watching the
5: Lakers win then yeah. realized my goodbye
0: and by not, the I way
6: literally...
5: ask Monty um why Jason Stewart doesn't do gingerbread houses. Uh, why, why doesn't why?
6: Because your your lady's gonna beat us all?
5: Oh, I thought you, you nailed it on Saturday. I'm just too cool for that stuff. I, I just kinda kick back and, and have myself some uh some scotch and watch people make gingerbreads, but I'm I, too cool for it. He's
6: too cool, I'm just for, too cool it, for it. For I, I didn't it. say that. So yes. he likes
3: the hangover and but bird's eye view it is what he exactly. likes Exactly. Okay he yeah. did
5: wear a Christmas
3: sweater though.
0: Yes. Festive.
5: It was a big hit.
6: Festive. <laughs>
5: all right. What did you hate? Jason? So uh my Chargers lost, okay? My Chargers played awful, yeah. and it was really actually embarrassing, but there is a silver lining to this, that Brandon Staley is one step closer to being fired. Um, Dan Beyer will attest to this. Monsey will attest to this. After Jacksonville came back from 27 to nothing last January, yeah. I was calling for Brandon Staley's job that Monday, Yeah. so it would be 10 months too late, but... Um, Brandon Staley's job is on the line. Like, I think this week,
0: I, yeah, it's it's over with. It's done with. <laughs> and I completely uh, will agree that the Staley ten years over. But I do have to throw this in. While Jason was talking, I did check Instagram. Monty won three times in John Ramos's picture,, which is, which is three times more than his teenage daughter, who was also at the party. So Sh- so yes, I so, did not see her at all yeah, what? Yeah. so so John had a picture of the family and the kids. Monty was in three times. Jason was in two pictures. Cavino made two. Rich, the host was only in one of them. So that's that's how we decipher the rankings. Uh, you you know what I hate? What did you hate, Dan? J G. McCarthy got a Heisman vote to win the award. Oh, the Michigan quarterback yesterday. they finished like 10th. <laughs> what are we doing? There's like 9 million people can vote for the Heisman. I, I don't have a vote. No one here at Fox Sports Radio outside of Steve Hartman has a vote. Steve. He what? has one? Yeah. yeah. I'm just yeah. kidding. I was I like, lie. he lets everybody know that. <laughs> but yeah, somehow sure. yeah. somebody just felt, oh, the number one, he's the quarterback. He should have won the Heisman. He barely has 200 yards passing combined in their two biggest wins of the season. So it's just ridiculous.
3: Congrats to Jaden Daniels, but ridiculous
0: that J.J. McCarthy got a Heisman vote to win. I'm
3: sitting here listening to you tell this story. I see the pain in your eyes, and I also see the Ohio State tag (laughs) on your shirt, so I understand the hate now. Why did
0: Marvin Harrison Jr. (laughs) finish fourth? Come on.
3: I get it. No, the thing I hated about this weekend, it kind of piggybacks to what my love was. I, I got a chance to sit down, lay down on the couch. Watch a, a brilliant movie, a good movie that I thought was very exciting. Are you going to give us the title, Kerry? You've mentioned this movie twice. I now. will. <laughs> <laughs> I will. It's "Leave the World Behind." It's on Netflix. It was produced by the Obamas and all that, and, and you know more people. But you know, they're the name that sticks out, and very <laughs> exhilarating movie. <laughs> but the ending left so much to be desired. It was one of those ones where it made you be introspective, and you had to really. Dive down the rabbit hole to get some understanding of what's going on. And I just thought it could have been a little better and a little bit more dramatic at the end. So, A thumbs I did down not like to the Obama's movie. With the ending. I liked the movie was good, but the ending left a little to be desired.
0: Well, there's no chance he's going to appear in the sequel. I will so not. There, I that is not, not going I to happen. Nope. There it is. Love and hate for the weekend here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Could
5: I do? Could we, Could I do one show uh, tweet to summarize this first hour? Yeah. Dan Byer claims that the Bills are going to the AFC title game. Kerry Rhodes hates Obama movies. <laughs> Not about summing up.
0: Uh,
3: okay. No,
5: yes. Please yeah. do that.
0: Yeah.
1: Nail on the head. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's Kerry Rhodes. I'm Dan Beyer. Monty Bolaños is here. Jason Stewart's here. And Lorena Peterson as well. We are all sitting in for Doug. Takes five of us to carry, <laughs> to take uh, Doug's spot uh, here on Fox Sports Radio, sitting in for
5: Doug on a Monday. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific.
0: It's the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Dan Byer. He's the NFL vet, Kerry Rhodes, Durant sitting in for Doug on this Monday. Now, uh, Monsi Bolaños is going to be joining us in just a little bit. You heard her giving an update on some of the injury reports. I do want to tell you that shortly after the show, our podcast is going to be going up. If you missed any of today's show, be sure to check out the podcast. Just search Doug Gottlieb wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to also follow, rate, and review the podcast. Again, just search Doug Gottlieb wherever you get your podcasts. You'll see today's show posted right after we get off the air. So uh, please do that for us. Now it's time for us to play a game.
5: This is Game Time.
0: It's Game Time.
5: On the Doug Gottlieb Show. Matzi,
0: what game do we have, and who is questionable today?
6: A lot of people big deal, are questionable. Big deal,
0: little deal, <laughs> no deal. All right. Little big deal, little deal, and no deal. What do we got?
6: All right, guys. Well, we're going to start with the biggest story of the weekend. Big deal, little deal, no deal. Shohei Otani signing a 10-year, $700 million contract with the Dodgers. It's deferred to give them flexibility so that they can still sign other players. I mean... How? he He's... They, the way they're setting it up got is... It. You know, with endor- endorsements, and I don't even know what, but it's being deferred. There's not
0: going to be as much, yeah, money at the up beginning. front, correct? Yes, and so it'll free up some of the luxury tax it. payments. Uh, it's a it, obviously it's a big deal because yeah. it's seven hundred million dollars. <laughs> it's also the right deal. Like as much as I don't didn't want him to go to the Dodgers, there are very few places that a star like that can be, and yes. I think that we've learned. You know, Alex Rodriguez throw all the money that you want at him in Texas doesn't necessarily work. I think it's worked. Uh, swimmingly well with Bryce Harper in Philadelphia mm-hmm. you know it, you know. even though the Nationals went on and won a World Series without him yep. I think that you'd look at Bryce Harper's tenure in Philadelphia as a success yes. there are only certain teams it's no disrespect to Toronto but we obviously saw how it worked out with the Angels and their lack of success yeah, it's probably the right deal with the Dodgers
3: I think it's only a big deal when he gets back to pitching as well I mean his hitting's going to be a, a a plus obviously you get to throw him in the mix with Freeman and 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 Mookie Betts and you know you got that trio in the middle that's going to be dangerous but I think it puts him over the over the top for a great sign and once he's able to pitch again.
6: All right. Big deal, little deal, no deal. The Heisman just the award this weekend it was given to LSU's Jaden Daniels. Mm-hmm. Big deal, little deal, no deal.
0: Uh, I wish it was a big deal but it's a little deal. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and I'm this close to saying it was a no deal because no one cared. Yeah. No one talked about it. I think there are a couple of reasons. I think the, you know, LSU not being in the national championship picture. Yeah. Honestly, people weren't watching a lot of their games either. They saw the Tech Mobile like numbers that you're putting up, and I think got reeled in by that. And then when Oregon lost again, I thought it was maybe going to be Bo Nix's for a while. Mm-hmm. For some reason, Michael Penix just did not push voters over the edge. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, it was a little deal. It can't be the great award every single year and the hyped every year. So there are circumstances why it played out. But unfortunately, it was a little deal.
3: Yeah, I think it's a little deal as well. I uh, I would have preferred Penix um, only because of what his team has done as well. Um, you know, Jaden Daniels had a great season. Not to take anything away from him, but yeah, I think. A lot of times, those awards go hand in hand with winning, and I don't think he did enough winning. So,
0: yeah, there's yeah. also something to be said for playing in the big games in the spotlight. Yeah, and and I don't think that there was that pressure on Jaden Daniels that Michael Paddocks
3: or Bo Nix had to play with. No. He didn't you know? win the big games. No. Yeah, and, I, and not because of him. The defense was bad, but you know, still, yeah, it is what it is.
6: All right, so big deal, little deal, no deal. Justin Herbert fracturing his finger during yesterday's loss to the Broncos. This is no bueno.
0: You know, it it kind of puts the period on just an yeah. awfully written sentence <laughs> for of the Chargers' real? season. Mm-hmm. They were they they and they still could not get anything right. Uh Oh for three on fourth downs yesterday. Uh, instead of going yeah, for the field uh, goal in the
6: opening that beginning drive, remember instead of just going for the field goal. Yes, Brandon Staley went for it. Why?
0: Correct. It's a big deal. Like it, it's it's really a big deal, and as Jason mentioned, likely the end of the tenure of Brandon Staley.
3: Yeah, it's it's a big deal. It's the icing on the cake for for the Chargers in their year and and just that whole regime. I think it's time for a new new team, new coach. They need to just move back to San Diego and and just you know make it the trifecta. Get out of here. Go do your thing, San Diego.
6: Uh, well, <laughs> quick one. Zion Williamson <laughs> reportedly refuses to prioritize diet and conditioning. Big deal, little deal, no deal. That's
0: a big meal. That's a big meal.
6: (laughs) (laughs) That's game time. That's game, huh? Game time. This
5: is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. I
0: unfortunately choose big meal over little meal or no meal more often (laughs) than I should.
3: Just imagine making enough money where you don't have to worry about what you eat anyway. (laughs) He's
0: Kerry Rhodes. I'm Dan Byer. Cowboys win, and so does Mike McCarthy.